Welcome to Radio Free Murktown, a podcast focusing on and funded by the gaming community at ExplorersUnlimited.com. More than just another play-by-post website, Explorers Unlimited is one of the world's largest online communities of Palladium Books fans who are taking part in a single epic storyline in each dimension, within which all player characters can interact. Explorers Unlimited, where the only thing missing from the greatest adventures ever imagined is you. And now here's the host of Radio Free Murktown, Lloyd Ritchie. Alrighty, looks like we are finally prepped and ready. Uh, welcome to uh, Radio Free Murktown number 81. This is our live play of the Expanse RPG. Uh, we are on uh, episode 5, uh, Demeter Weeps. Uh, so let me bring up my notes, and in the interim, uh, why don't our players go ahead and introduce themselves? We have a fairly concise little player list today, uh, just five of you. Uh, so from top to bottom on the Discord, starting with you, Casca. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Casca. I play Carl. He is the navigator, the backup pilot, um, whatever else needs to be done kind of guy, except for technical. And he's from Earth. That's about it. Ellie? I play Meredith. Uh, Meredith is a cashiered former MCRM lieutenant with a slight chip on her shoulder against authority in the Martian uh, Congressional Navy in general. Um, the only person whose authority she respects any longer is her good friend and captain, Kestov Leonidovich uh, the second. Oh no, the fourth, excuse me. Um, she's the first mate of the Rothgar sermon taken Sana over under her wing and sort of protects her as like the fresh-faced young Martian researcher she is, um, has been the occasional captain of the ship during Pestov's illness and has decided that she definitely doesn't care for it. <laughs> Very happy to see the captain back on his feet and well again. Yes, no more getting into that uh, untested red kibble, Pestov. Uh, Ming, James, go ahead. Oh, we'll kick it over to Sana. I think Ming is still AFK. All right. I'm playing Sana, and she is the Martian graduate student out on her field work mission, I guess, and uh, feeling a little out of her element, of course. Um, but thankfully, we have Meredith to keep her safe. So she's she's trying to fit in. It's cool. And that brings us to the captain. Yes, uh, I play Pestov. Uh, he is the devastatingly handsome and uh, smooth-tongued uh, conversationalist. He's a former Martian Navy officer and uh, once rapscallion and ne'er-do-well aristocrat that has uh, found a second lease on life doing actual good things and making the right choices. And uh, yeah. That's it. 
Do we have Ming back, or shall I introduce myself? I don't think we have Ming back. I will introduce myself. Hi, my name is Lloyd. Uh, I, uh, otherwise known as Augur. Uh, I GM games on Roll20. Uh, I also uh, manage uh, and administrate a trio of play-by-post websites, um, explorersunlimited.com. They're a Palladium-based uh, play-by-post server community. Been around since like 2005, so long in tooth and claw. Um, we also have uh, SavageRifts.com, uh, the community there. Uh, they play Savage Worlds games, uh, primarily Savage Rifts, but also um, like uh, Titan Effect and uh, the, and Savage Worlds itself, which is uh, like a fantasy game. Plus they have now a uh, Pathfinder, uh, but for Savage Worlds, which that's confusing to me, but interesting. Maybe give uh, an extra lease on life to Pathfinder. Um, so yeah, um, so I'm a community admin guy, uh, kind of manage things, and um, I run these games. And unlike all of the players here, I also am new to the adventure game engine uh, age uh, put out by Green Ronin, who produces this game, The Expanse. Um, so let's see if I'm done filling time and Ming is back. And if not, we're just going to have to skip Ming's introduction, or I maybe I will give him one myself. Uh, Ming, are you back by any chance? Slash James. Okay, since he's not around uh, at the moment, I think he's still AFK. Uh, he's an, Ming is from Luna, so as a loony, he's technically an Earther, but technically a Belter. But any Belter will definitely regard him as an Earther. Uh, like culturally and whatnot, but by that same token, um, he grew up on Luna in microgravity, so or low gravity anyway, and so it's uh, he's got a, he's got the uh, kind of free fall benefit uh, that the Belters uh, enjoy. However, you know culturally, you know he's far more attached to Earth, uh, but Luna being uh, the kind of way station for so much of the solar system that it is. He's been exposed to a lot of different people and ways of doing things, and he's a little bit of the social glue uh, that kind of helped knit this crew together, um, being, you know, like the uh, the Kevin Bacon of the of the space lanes in that he's only a couple steps removed from everybody. Um, but uh, without any further ado, I'm going to hop into the uh, overview of what we got going here. And, yeah, and Ming just got back after I gave him the introduction. Uh, so, James, if you want to say hi, say hi. Hi. <laughs> Very good. Uh, okay, uh, so as an overview uh, for the... Actually, you know what? Let me save my voice a little bit. And I... I will refresh my screen because uh, Roll20 decided to bork me there for a second. Well, that was fast, but uh, James, if you wouldn't mind, could you read the overview? People do anything to avoid responsibility for their actions, including destroying others to further for their own gain. The family of Ivan Helsing 
wants a crew of freelancers to investigate the destruction of the Nishi Chu cargo freighter NC Endeavor. The freighter suffered a catastrophic decompression event, resulting in the loss of the ship's integrity and the death of several crewmates. The crew of the sermon are to investigate the destruction of the NC Endeavor. Nishi Chu blames the ship's chief engineer, Ivan Helsing. But Helsing and his lawyers are convinced Nishi Chu are covering up the disaster. The sermon's crew must sneak into the quarantine area and investigate the vessel discreetly, collect evidence, and return to Ganymede without being caught. Following the sudden catastrophic loss of atmosphere, the ship has been left where it is until a corporate investigation team can record evidence. Alrighty, and as this is an emotion, a highly emotionally charged situation, and the sermon is developing a certain reputation among the low-placed and underdogs of the belt, um, your compensation will be commensurate with your degree of success in obtaining evidence. Ergo, and this is uh, in straight mechanical terms, uh, zero pieces of evidence means the Helsing family refused to pay and welcomed the crew to litigate against them in an OPA court. Because, uh, yeah. Uh, one piece of evidence, plus one to your temporary income. Uh, two pieces of evidence, plus one to your temporary income. Three pieces of evidence, plus one to your temporary income. And you will have finally earned the honorific protector of innocence, given, given how many underdogs you have uh, helped uh, fight their battles. So uh, a couple of days ago, uh, you guys uh, accepted the co this contract back on Tycho Station. Um, and then uh, you acquired the Picus the day prior. Would somebody like to uh, uh, kind of, uh, since Ming has been AFK and uh, Pestoff has uh, been sick in his quarters, uh, would somebody mind giving an overview of that? Well, Meredith was the captain at the time. <laughs> yeah, that's the... Uh... It, it's a smaller ship, but it has uh, some armaments, if I remember right. Uh, the Picas? Momento. Yeah, it's about a third the size of uh, the Harathgar sermon, though. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's any of the cargo space that the sermon has, but this has. Let's see, sensor array, torpedo tube, forward PDC array, comm arrays, airlocks, rear PDCs, and then the reactor core. So what do we got? Yeah, probably top level is the uh, bridge, then what fire control and whatnot right below it. And then four levels of 
rooms and whatever. And then down to the engine room and the reactor. That's a good summary. Yeah. All, all but one. Yeah, we had to murder that one. Oh. Totally legitimate savage. So where is the ship now? Uh, if you uh, take a look at the uh, the splash page, as it were. Yeah, I see the map. I just I didn't know if it was parked someplace or uh, if we had it in for repairs or whatnot. The Picus is on its way back to Tycho Station with the rest of the crew. Uh, so, aside from maybe TJ, who might be showing up late to today's game, uh, everybody else, including all the uh, all the pregens and the rest of the players, uh, they're on their way back, including Chance and a couple of the others. Uh, they're on their way back, piloting the Picus back to Tycho Station uh, for future either sale, use, scrap, what have you. Uh, and about what I gathered from the crew was that they were interested in, in removing its weapons, selling the rest of it, and then having the weapons uh, stationed on the Hrothgar sermon. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Were, what were the ship capabilities compared to the sermon? Smaller, faster? Much smaller. Uh, no faster, because the sermon actually, one of its... Uh, one of its uh, features as it were not the flaw but qualities one of its qualities was uh, improved acceleration which the pirate ship did not have so okay so it's just basically smaller and no real other yeah. benefits small, to it small armed pirate ship and have weapons that was the main the main deal was the torpedo tube an external or was it integrated uh that's the kind of detail i have no idea was it a one shot or or was it oh no 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 it's a it's a yeah no it's not a one shot uh there there's no such thing as that really uh mechanically in the expanse that i've seen yet really yeah because i mean i mean if you look at the show you get a lot of where they take their old ships and they just you slap a tube on to the outside yeah no this is a it's a it's a it's a launcher okay uh, so, um, so yeah, there's that. So the Picus is heading back. Um, so that you guys have acquired that previous day. So literally, um, that was yesterday for, uh, for the, for the player characters. Uh, the Hrothgar sermon is minimally manned at this stage because the rest of the crew is on the Picus en route to Tycho. Um, so just as a little recap of the short transit, um, uh, Sana had a bit of an epistemological epiphany as uh, she worked on some basic maintenance, ta maintenance tasks for the sermon and learned that basic technological principles applied more broadly than she had initially understood. I know technology. Uh, you learned things. Okay. I Hey, I am trying to fit in with the rest of the crew. Do, is, there a, is there a timeline on getting to the Endeavor? Yeah. Oh, uh, hold off on that, momentito. Uh, 
Carl had an insight into the nature of human psychology and perception as he tried repeatedly to tail Meredith through the ship uh, without being seen. Yes, I followed her. Surprised she didn't kill me when she saw me. It's been like at least a day since I had to kill anybody. And even then, it was just drones. Uh, Chance spent time with the crew working on his situational awareness, especially in the galley during meal prep. Um, and as he's not here and won't be the next month either, I don't think, um, we'll just uh, slip on by. Um, and uh, so how did the rest of you spend your time? Uh, there are no interlude retcons, although we've already taken care of uh, um, Meredith's uh, slip up. So if uh, Meredith, do you want to uh, kind of describe that? Uh, Meredith spends her time reverse tracking Carl, trying to see where he's been and like doubling back on his trail, make things a little harder for him. So you guys are literally running around in circles. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this is like this seems like a fun shipboard activity anyway. It's like it's um adult hide and seek. I was just about to say hide and seek. I love this. Or tag one of the two. One thing is for certain, and that is Pestoff was is was recovering from his bout of uh, food poisoning, uh, so he should be re fully recovered at this time. Uh, James, what uh, what about yourself? What did Ming do during this uh, period? Oh, I mm. sorry, it's been so long since I've looked at this. Where is the sheet? That shows our uh, interlude stuff. I see it. I just covered those, FYI, for the previous, for the recent. I just wanted to see where I was on my different things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ming's got... He's working on both brawling and crypto. Uh, he's going to spend his time practicing hand-to-hand. Uh, -hand. All right. Uh, radar pr proximity detectors sound quietly as you guys are uh, around the galley and throughout the ship doing your things. Um, they sound quietly or urgently throughout the ship, uh, indicating that you have reached the Endeavor. Momentito. Someone run a passive scan to see if we've been detected. That seems like and we just know. lost somebody. Pissed off. Oh, uh, I should still be there. No, I don't see you on roll 20. There yep. you go. And to our next scene, uh, the NC Endeavor is a cornucopia-class uh, supply ship that has been evacuated, and a corporate radio buoy flashes a strobing warning light near the ship. It all also broadcasts a text message to any receiver within 100 miles. What does the text 
Carl, since you're you're popping up, can you read that out loud? Uh, the NC Endeavor is the property of Nishishu Holdings Limited. Is totally inoperable and possesses no cargo of value. The ship and its contents are under the protection of Lazarus Security, pending full investigation into the disabling of the vessel. Close approach to the ship is criminal aspects and prosecuted with the relevant authority. Docking the ship will be treated as an act of piracy and responded to accordingly. The message repeats. All right, so you find yourself in a fair proximity to the uh, vessel. Uh, it is a, it appears to be adrift in space. Uh, yeah, what do you, what do you want to do? Time to suit up. Did anyone scan? Like, is there a way to scan? Yeah, you have a, uh, you have sensors. They're not advanced or anything, but you've got sensors on the sermon. Um, one scan um, for heat. If uh, somebody has a technology or I do. or perception, uh, either will work. Um, I guess Sana is jumping on it. Yeah, I could do a scan. Okay. Yeah, I could run that, a scan as well. That uh, just is is successful enough uh and uh you actually got two stun points out of that uh, this is a investigation i, I was gonna say maybe an investigation so if you want to use those two stunt points perhaps yeah how about um Ooh, okay. Do I go with the aha moment or the intuition one? Intuition is what you were using before, I think, right? Well, I have the skill intuition. Something like that, anyway. Yeah. Um, but I intuition. Would just lean on that. Yeah, it says the GM reveals a fact about the object of your test that you could not have noticed or deduced simply by interacting with it. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so uh, here's a couple points of info for you then. Uh, the ship has no atmosphere. There is a gaping hole bridge in the aft section of the vessel. Uh, the Epstein drive has also been damaged beyond salvage and is inoperable. Um, deduce, and here's your extra bit. Uh, limited power could potentially be restored to the ship in one of two ways. Um, getting aboard the ship and tapping the last of the ship's batteries from the flight deck, or maybe engineering, uh, to provide minimal power throughout the ship. Uh, that's one way. And also um, docking with the ship, which provides an, an electrical tether along the umbilical when you dock um, you know, between the sermon and the endeavor. Uh, this will be a challenge as the ship is both spinning on its axis a bit and tumbling at a fairly quick rate. There will be a a uh, a good piloting, a dexterity piloting test required to succeed at that, and to get ship uh, power restored by you know using last of the ship's batteries. That will of course require an engineering check. 
intelligence engineering or test rather. I don't know. I suggest we not try to dock with it simply because that'll wave off that whole piracy. But if we go in, do we have any kind of portable battery that we could bring in? No. So we'd have to use the ship's batteries to see if anything else can come up. Um, I don't know. What do y'all say? Y'all really willing to risk the docking, Captain Meredith? I think the problem with docking is that if they have the ship configured to report if it's docked to, that might start some sort of timer we wouldn't be aware of. It's unpowered. Okay. I, st I, I concur, Captain. I do not think docking is a good idea. I agree with um, Ming. We should space walk yeah. to it. Well, and if we I need could to, drop we you off later. and then move away so if anybody happens to look this way, they wouldn't see me see the ship close. Well, even then, if you're not spinning in rotation with it, then it's not going to be it's going to be obvious you're not docked to it. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think spacewalk is the play. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah I but agree. close approach is criminal trespass. As individuals. Yeah. Also, I think that I'd be curious if anyone knows this, but like, if I feel like, like, void time law, maritime law would sort of require us to check for survivors and render assistance. So, like, yeah, but there's they've trespass. already got a buoy out saying. Yeah, that's not in question. Don't, don't, oh, really? no, no, this is our property, piss off. Yep, <laughs> basically. Uh, if anyone uh, docking or boarding the ship is treated, will be treated as an act of piracy. Uh, any, any other actions you would like to take uh, at this time? Okay, so the message does mention that it's under the protection of Lazarus Security. Yes. Is there another ship or something in the area we need to be concerned about? Like, how is this ship protected? Uh, intelligence technology test or perception test? I've already run out an intelligence technology test. Oh, so you did. Uh, yeah, uh, so that route, checking the scanners uh, for nearby space, you recognize that there is an MCRN Corvette, two civilian freighters, five rock hoppers, and a Lazarus security assault skiff in the vicinity. Uh, does anybody have navigation? Intel intelligence navigation uh, focus? Not I. Negative. Carl uh, checks out the sensors, does some uh, quick math, and uh, guesstimates that the MCRN and Lazarus ships, because the others really are of no concern, are... Um, all easily within uh, three hours of the of the endeavor. That doesn't seem very close. Depending on their speed, though, they could catch up to us before we get to wherever we're going if we tried to run, if they came after us. The Sermon is a fast ship. That that can be stated, just as a matter of, uh, what do you want to call it, objective fact uh, regarding the system. Because it has improved operation. Sorry. I would, I would assert then that actually even makes 
better, like it gives us a better excuse not to dock with the ship. Because we want to be able to get out of here as fast as we can, right? Although I suppose space, excuse me, space walking back may be more difficult. For some of you. How, how long do we think, Lloyd, it will take to do a real thorough sort of top to bottom search of the ship, including oh. digging through the computer banks and all that jazz? One moment. Yeah, we want to look the ship over, pull the logs, and then probably get to engineering because whatever happened was near to engineering. Yeah, they're blaming Helsing for it. He was the engineer, right? Yeah. And can we can we even get information off the logs without power? Uh, we can if we power the ship up. It just sounds like it'll be a very temporary thing, so we may not have a ton of time. So, in other words, we can't get the logs off the ship without power. Yeah, what, there's batteries on the ship. We could do a temp thing, and we'll have as long as the batteries give us. Perfect, okay. Or we can dock with a ship. In which case, the tether from our ship will help power yeah, let's up not do that. their systems. Yeah, I don't think we should dock. Do you guys think that Lazarus would be able to detect power on the ship if we get the batteries working? No. I wouldn't think at that distance, but I don't know in character. And it would be very minimal power. And the engines can't be brought online. Yeah, no engine, no life support. Usually what they're, they're going to see... Like, if you're in space, is engine. Right. Dry plume. Whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as we don't try to maneuver the ship or anything, like, we should be... And how many rock hoppers were bouncing around the area? Uh, like, five. Yeah. With all them moving, plus the other crap. Yeah. And, it's... and two freighters, kind of similar to your own. Uh, so the Cornucopia is a 272-meter um, freighter. It's gigantic category 600 feet ish jesus yeah of 38 decks oh god i think it's going to take us more than three hours to go through all that uh whereas the sermon is a 65 meter uh long freighter of the large category well it's only three hours that's that's not how long we have to search that's how long we have to get back to the ship once we figure out we've been detected. Right. If things go south. That's why I was kind of worried if if they can detect us somehow, like by us turning on the power or whatever. When does that countdown start? Well, we'll see it. I mean, our someone's got to stay on our ship and, and keep running scans. I'll stay on the ship and run the scans and be ready to take off. Or you can have the just set up a feed so that the ship notifies you guys if something yeah, the ships are pretty right. smart yeah let, let's get let's get everybody out here because it's gonna we're gonna need all hands to search this thing i think plus yeah it's that's fun for us instead of you just run scan run scan run scan yeah, yeah it's it's, 30, it's 32 decks and 900 feet stem to stern so it's gonna take us a while but yes in reality i would say that someone would have stayed on the ship uh, if we had had one npc Stay with us. Technically, you'd say TJ's over there. Uh, right. It's TJ. TJ. Angus, sorry. Does Angus have any skill with scanners? He's a pilot. He's got engineering tasks. So can't we just say he's over there monitoring? Yeah. And he might actually be in for the last hour or two, maybe even, of play. We'll find cool. out. Cool. Perfect. 
All right, yeah, so it sounds like the plan is make our way over there, tethered together with Ming in the lead. And who, who has uh, free fall? You might be the only one that has it. I don't have it. I don't have it. Yeah. Do we have any kind of grapple gun or anything? You know what? How about I just put a line on me and... Oh, crap. The ship's spinning and whatnot. That's going to be a pain in the ass. Reel everybody in. Whee! (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess I'm going to play the lead. Do we have any kind of flight packs or anything like that? Uh, Yeah, you have uh, have thruster kits for your... Basic uh, suit, yeah. Yeah. Whatnot. Just, yeah. Let's just tether everybody or... What am I thinking? I'm thinking... uh, Link the suits so that the actions are mimicked throughout. Yeah. Or I just drag y'all all in. Uh, it is, you know, using uh, using free fall focus, uh, it's only a, a 12 test required to transit. Um, <laughs> uh, that being said, uh, you know, uh, you can just use plain old decks. But you know that'll be a little more difficult just because you won't have the uh, the bonus from the focus. Yeah, well, I've got free fall focus and all that. But yeah, everyone's going to have to uh, everyone's going to have to get over there because I mean it's a a thruster is going to kind of guide uh, the general direction, but like thrusters do all the minor. Yeah. How large is the hole in the side of the ship? Uh, it's in near the aft, and uh, it's big enough toward to that uh so that a a a ship's umbilical could uh probably fit into it although you would never want to do that okay so like 10 feet by 10 feet or 10 feet radius ish somewhere approximate like that yeah ish a couple meters across okay pretty big hole i'm i'm thinking that's what we aim for because that'll be the easiest point of entry uh just to give you the information uh there are airlocks uh those are on deck 12 uh, and there are, and there is the gigantic hole uh, at the yeah. near the bottom of the ship. I had one of the well, airlocks would need power, and if the ship doesn't have power, then we have to probably pop the panel and hand crank them. Uh, I mean, we could just aim for the ship, and if the spin isn't too bad, is it? The spin and rotation. Uh, the spin is pretty pretty harsh. What's it look like? Uh, it is tumbling, uh, end over end, and spinning. Oh, that's going to be fun. So it's got um, a y-axis and a z-axis rotation. Lovely. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, it'd be pretty, pretty easy. Uh, uh, Dex transit. Yeah. Let's see. It's spinning this way and this way. Um, aim for the 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 midpoint on the end over end. That's going to be your best place. No one will miss. And then we can walk the hole to the hole and go in through the hole. Yeah, and make sure we're all tethered safety first. Yes. Um, That way when one of us screws up, he'll take the rest of us. And keep in mind, we want to go through the hole anyway because we we need to go to the hole anyway because that's certainly a place we're going to have to investigate and get evidence. Yeah, but it's at the aft end and the ship is spinning end over end as well as tumbling, you know, in a circle. 
So there's going to be a center point that's going to be, I mean, it'll be moving, but from our perspective, it'll be relatively fixed. And that's what I'm going to aim for. And then we can mag boot it down to the, to the aft end and going through the hole. So are you shooting for uh, the, the airlock or the big hole? We're going to shoot for the center point of the, the end of our end. Okay, but you're going wanting to transit into the hole. Yeah, I think we're going for the hole. All righty. Did that change? That did not change screens for everybody. Ha ha. Ooh, not bad. Three stun points, too. Um. Momentito. Oh, now I'm poop. That's right. You guys are coming in for the bottom. One moment. Wrong one. What would those three stunt points fall into? Combat Infiltration grappling. Maybe? Infiltration or space. Well, that's vehicles. Uh, space combat. Maybe you could use them to help us. Well, that's, yeah. We'll see. Maybe exploration? Infiltration would be good, as would uh, exploration. I think that'll... Uh, infiltration might actually be best there. Also, be advised, uh, there you should be getting sound effects. I also can't see anything still, just FYI. Uh, yeah, no worries. Uh, so uh, she—he's got a—he's got a fantastic uh, free fall. So the inner belt, his inner belter, uh, is evoked, and he makes a really good course correction uh, on on route. And he looks dead set to making it into the ship without getting hit by the ship, etc. Because uh, that's a distinct possibility uh, if things aren't handled properly uh let us uh let us go for a uh let's go for a check uh from carl next carl give us a text check if you got free fall feel free to use that focus carl uh, being competent in space follows through uh with his usual aplomb uh meredith how about yourself <laughs> okay. Is that too low? Uh, because I'm happy to burn fortune to fix that two into a four. Uh, you can indeed burn fortune. Because you're looking for a 12. Yep, okay, that two becomes a four. Two becomes a four, so minus two fortune. Minus two fortune? I think it's minus four, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, I think it's four. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was right. I had, a, I had an 18 from 22. Uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, so, and the little, what, Sana uh, would be next. Uh, Sana, give us your uh, dex check there for transit. This might be her first spacewalk. Like a boss. 
Which... Sana's keeping a close eye on me. Which brings us uh, to Pestov. You're the last one, sir. I just want to point out that I look really, really good. Until you throw up in your suit. Um, I will spend... Let's see. I'm trying to figure out. I'm doing the math in my head about what I would have to spend. Lloyd, uh, no. my screen's all black. That's okay. Uh, we also have a couple of folks. Because, I, I mean, you're in the black. It makes sense. Uh, we also have a couple of folks who uh, hit stun points. Is there any way for you guys to use stun points? Uh, I'm thinking high-tech hustle. Can you describe that? With an injection of techno babble or a quick mod to a device, you sidestep one minor complication impending your current goal, or give yourself the ability to perform one task you otherwise couldn't in the current situation. Okay, easy peasy. Uh, Ming takes over, uh, remotely takes over uh, Pestov's thruster pack and guides it in. Um, oh. I Sorry? <laughs> uh, he makes a remote course correction and Pestov is able to be brought in without any, any difficulty. It, it's possible that I may have misled you and gotten a C- in Space Ops. Uh, it's possible he never went to class and he just paid off the instructor. <laughs> that is slander. I would never spend money where physical love would suffice. I'm going to... Um, I'm sorry, Owl. I'm going to use my stunt points to... Uh, with It wasn't me. I believe evidence that it was the MCRN that broke into this ship. Okay. So that's wow. right at the core of my soul. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, that's well, a Well, little... considering there's two former MCRN among us, it's not a lie either. Bah. Yeah, you should, say, you should say that a little louder around her. I do hate them. <laughs> this is I feel this is very in character, so I'm, I'm, I'm more than justified. I, I said former. Oh, that's true. They kicked me out, not the other way around. Okay, uh, you might want to refresh your screen, uh, and hopefully... Roll 20 carried over your visibility. With Pestov and the MCRN, they just agreed to see other people. I can I see my for... character, but I can't see excuse me, anything else. Sorry, go ahead. Oh yeah, it's super dark, by the way. Would, you, would anybody like to kick on their suit lights? Affirmative. Hey, I'm going to use my stop point. I'm, I know I have more that I can spend, but I'm going to go with bravery to give myself a D6 of extra toughness for the next damaging hazard I face. That would be being inside of ship that is spinning end over end and around its central axis. Oh, I haven't said this yet, Sana. This is another thing we don't go over with your professor. Of course. I mean, can we, can we at least say that I was amazing at getting across in the spacewalk? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. I'm a natural. We For all now. did the minimum. I hope everyone took their dream of me before they came over here. That was an option. Yeah, I would say um, uh, 
yeah, let's kick the lights on unless we think that there are ships close enough that that's going to draw attention, but it doesn't seem It's like not going to draw anyone's attention. Yeah. Your think. suit lights in inside of a ship are not going to do anything. I'm still going to yeah. be stealthy while we're doing this. Well, yeah. Don't forget the ship is spinning around its central axis as well as end over end. So there will be a pull towards the after the ship. And once you pass that midpoint, there's going to be a pull towards the bridge end, the fore end of the ship as well. Bonus naval points for knowing four from aft. Plus, you're going to be twisting what feels like sideways, like you're on a merry-go-round. But with your mag boots, that should, uh, you know. Help ameliorate some of the uh, problems. Uh, yeah. Remember, your facing is going to be relevant as you have 120 degree uh, illumination. Uh, although your teammates might help that out a bit with their own lighting. Just letting you know. Uh, so, and now I start getting uh, descriptive and uh, put more into GM role. Uh, so, looking around you, the general state of the ship seems to be that of a well-worn and lived-in ship, but not decrepit with age and wear as one might see with an older vessel. The bulkhead lagging hasn't started to discolor as such naturally occurs after decades of catching solar and cosmic radiation, but the faintest beginning of such can be seen at the very edges, which speaks to the ship's age like the concentration of wrinkles on a woman's hands. The, la the lack of Atmo is evident, as one would expect, but no bodies or floating debris from the casualty event seems evident. Either vacuum and the vessel's exotic rotation have purged such, the crew did so themselves, or else some other group has removed such. Okay, so what? where do we need to go to pull data from the data banks for the... Well, we need to get power to the terminals, so we'd need to find a way to turn those batteries on. Um, at present, you find yourself in something that looks very familiar, uh, or identifiable, I should say, not familiar. Uh, this is clearly the ship's machine shop. This 14 square meter deck is fairly tight and efficient in its use of space. One entire side of the deck is dedicated to secured racks of spare parts and cargo crates for raw materials for fabrication. The rest of the basically wide open room is filled with lathes, mills, grinders, 3D printers, workbenches, and other tools one would expect to find in a machine shop. Everything is fastened, bolted, snapped, or otherwise secured in place when not immediately in use. Um, is this the area where the breach occurred? Like we came in right, right? Yeah. So we should start our investigation here in terms of determining what, how the breach occurred and then continue moving the rest of the vessel to get power on right. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, who's got tech skill to wire in power? I have yes, technology. That's you, I, then. I do, however, have investigation, and I'm pretty good at it, so I can roll that. So you should investigate the breach, and then those of us with technology or, or whatnot should go and try and get the, uh, the power on. To at least one terminal or another. Engineering is one deck aft. Uh, the flight deck is 36 decks forward. Wow. And it, like in almost all vessels, there's a central shaft um, through which everything 
you know, all, all things can be accessed. What's the okay. relative gravity? Uh, you're in microgravity. Uh, so even with the spin, it's micro? Yeah, yeah. You're in zero G. Uh, there's like, <laughs> there's nothing basically other than the, you know, when you get to the ends like you are now, you're at maybe a quarter. Um, do I, in my curse, in my search, do I find anything um, that reveals any information about this breach? Uh, it looks like there was an explosion of some form. Um, the uh, the ends uh, look uh, like they were almost welded or something. So you would also guess there was a high volume maybe of electricity or plasma uh, that was associated with it. And, you know, I mean, you're right above engineering. So, you know, there's tons of conduits all around the, you know, in within the secondary hall at this stage. So... Yeah. I am going to roll investigation. Um, it would take me four points. Mm -hmm. to, get a, um, to get a stunt? Yeah, let's do that. I will spend four fortune points. Okay. So that makes that a total of... God, it's been too long since I've done the math. 20. 20. And then how many stunt points? Four. Four. Okay. Let me look under investigation. Um, I can now see all the maps. Why? You can get down the rabbit hole, Matt. Refresh. I was just about to ask is what's labeled where, where the label machine shop is, is that the central shaft? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to refresh and see if it clears up. Because, yeah, I just watched my own screen go, like, flicker on in light. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Fatal error. Trying again. I'm going uh, to do down the rabbit hole. Um, if this test led to a reveal, the GM also provides a brand new lead about a new subject that will lead to greater rewards. In a moment. Okay. Okay, now I'm back to being whatever, but all the other what levels are grayed instead of black. Oh, there we are. Uh well good. That's that's fine. Okay, I'm gonna drop through and go down to engineering. That should have fixed it. Uh, so uh, let me address uh, Pestoff. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, you would guess that some sort of uh, there's some. It was this was clearly some sort of uh, engineering casualty, uh, but you know what the cause of that might be is highly dubious um, and uncertain. Uh, what was your stunt? Uh, yeah, my total was 20, and my stunt was if this leads to a reveal, you give us a hint that leads down another path to greater rewards. It was down the rabbit hole. For uh, it does not lead to a re reveal. Uh, oh. Those are elsewhere. <laughs> uh, okay, then I will do... Mink, you said uh, you were heading down to engineering? Roger. I guess I could head down there too. 
or looking for technology skills. Yeah. Yeah, we should and definitely we should definitely pair up. So, yeah, go in pairs wherever we go. And I'm back to a full color map. Yeah, I keep seeing that happen with you. It's really weird. And Meredith, is this uh, happening with you or? She at least stepped AFK for a second. Oh. So is sure anybody else seeing the same kind of problem Ming is having? Um, no, I'm still, I have limited vision still like I would expect. Okay. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I'm not having any issues. You're just a problem, Ming. It happens. I'm going to take a look. You've got... Oh. Well, that might be... That may be part of it. It is zero in your bright light, and so it was probably freaking the hell out. Or maybe not, because that just did something. Anyway, Roll20's dynamic lighting is being clunky. Okay. Shouldn't be a big deal. Uh, so, uh, so presently, Ming and Sana went down to engineering. Uh, Meredith, Pestov, and Carl are still in the machine shop. Uh, just for our sanity, I'm going to have uh, you guys uh, uh, do a, an initiative, and I'll just uh, work through you guys that way. That way uh, there's some manageable uh, who's going when. Just make it easy for me. What's initiative again? Uh, it's a dex check. Uh, it's you a. Should, you should have a button. Uh, oh yeah, you can hit your token and. Ah uh, yeah, I see it. Yeah yeah, and you'll notice by the way, I have included macros for breathers, uh, in, like initiative if you have it, focus, uh, interludes, and recoveries. Uh, so, good stuff. Ruby. And so uh, let's begin with Sana. Uh, Sana, you just went to engineering. Uh, engineering is a 14 meter square deck that's 10 meters in height and dominated on all four corners by the guts of the ship's machinery that lead to the thrusters and Epstein Drive. The cavernous deck is split by an elevated catwalk, accessible by a number of ladders for when the ship is under thrust. On the lower level is the shift hat, uh, shaft hatch, two sit-down stations for deep work, and a multitude of access panels situated among the deck plates for getting at the innards of the ship systems. On the upper level are two stand-up stations for systems monitoring, and the catwalk provides access to systems not as easily reached from the lower level when under thrust. All right. Um... Uh, how about if I try and find some sort of like panel where I can access the batteries? Uh, that is, yeah, you can do that. One second. Gotta scroll all the way back up my notes. Okay, uh, so. Where's that on the other one? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, you've gotten aboard. Uh, tapping, if you were trying to tap the last of the ship's batteries, uh, you will need either an intelligence engineering test 
of uh, 12 or better. Uh, well, I have technology. Anybody have engineering? Can I do know-it-all to kind of flood the engineering with my technology skill? I th is that how it works? Uh, I can attempt a test using an intelligence focus somehow related to the test at hand rather than the called for ability, but with a negative one penalty. Yeah, you can totally do that. I've got the same bit as well. Yeah, I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone in our group actually has engineering, do they? Mm -mm. I think uh, TJ. Uh, that is a 17. Uh, that is sufficient. Minus one. Yeah, uh, minus one, still 16. Uh, that is sufficient, and you managed to avoid uh, a problem which would have resulted in an electrical discharge that you would not have liked. Uh, <laughs> so uh, you managed to restore uh, ship uh, ship's uh, power uh, just a minor bit. One moment. Well, we have power. And now you should be good. And you should now have, uh, if you want to hit refresh, you might see something differently. I think everything looks the same to me. So, Sana has managed to restore power to the ship, uh, which restores power to basic lighting. Um, as, yeah, you should have complete vision for the, yeah, okay. for the whole place now. Uh, as well as uh, access to the, the panels, uh, basic stuff like that. Uh, I mean, like I said, the ship's systems are pretty much down. Like, you're not going anywhere in this thing. The the, it suffered a major engineering, you know, casualty. So the Epstein drives are offline. The engines are offline. You just have battery power to the ship for a handful of hours. Yeah, life uh, support, not life support, uh, computers yeah. and lighting. Yeah, basically. not even life support. That would be way too intensive. So yeah, and giant hole. <laughs> okay, I'm going to use the uh, technology. I guess it's my turn now. Yeah. Let's go to me now. Uh, technology to see what I can find out in the uh, the console I'm sitting at. Uh, engineering. Okay. Uh, give me an uh, intelligence technology test. You have a 14 or higher. Oh. Uh, you, you, boot, you boot up the system for general systems access down here. Um... You can spend one, um, if you spend one fortune point, I think you'll make it, right? I think yeah. so. What does that come off of? Fortune. 
the first page of the character sheet up on the top. Okay. You can also just use it on your on your token with the red bubble. Minus one. That was a pretty terrible roll, though. But thank God for the intelligence. Ming is quite the bright boy. Yes, I will spend one fortune to pass that. All right. Uh, this, uh, this informs you that... Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, this the you have uh, access potentially uh, to the to the logs down here, um, but you're, this is going to require some digging and and or what basically equates to hacking the system down here under minimal power, um, and of course defeating security safe. Uh, you know, security safeties and, you know, the basic security measures uh, that keep non-authorized people out. Uh, you have a, this is an advanced test, so your success threshold from this point out will be uh, 10 drama points. Uh, each uh, test equals an hour of hacking, so Ming is going to be busy uh, if he is the one doing this. Uh, Failure results in a system lockdown, which you'll have to beat, which will take another check, of course. Um, and yeah, so this is an advanced test down here. Uh, so action-wise, if Ming, you are the one uh, doing this, you're going to be kind of stuck down here doing this. Um, is anyone better suited to this? But I will say, whoever is stuck doing the task... Uh, they could still have open comms with the rest of the team members through their helmet. I think you're going to be the best person since we don't have chance because he's our hacker, I think. Yeah. What about Sana? Can Sana assist? Yeah, I could certainly try, I think, right? Uh, if you all want to look at the rules for assist uh, and see how that works. If uh, not, I can I can stay here if Ming's better uh, suited for some other task elsewhere. I think he's going to be our best person for hacking because of his high end. Ming, Sana, I'll let you two figure out the whole assist angle if that's a viable option for you. And I'm going to move on to Carl. Uh, Carl, uh, what are you up to up here, sir? You're in the machine shop. Well, that's a good question. Um, I think I'm going to try using... <clears throat> intuition having a gut feeling about certain things you can't otherwise sense copy to while you know looking over the damage and to see if there's some kind of gut feeling I get that maybe pissed off with his ego big enough to fill this hole didn't uh, ascertain not a brain the size of a planet, but an ego. <laughs> Very good. Give us that. Uh... Oh, well, that's a pretty fantastic roll. Uh, Carl immediately looks to the, the violence of the explosion and the conflict and thinks of the conflicting nature of their assignment with the corporation saying, Helsing's at fault and Helsing saying, uh-uh. Go check it out. Give me the evidence to prove it isn't me. 
he immediately suspects that there this might be a personnel kind of problem maybe an interpersonal problem so an employee with postal syndrome or something it's hard to know but it the, these kinds of you know teams not meshing well uh, you know uh, these kind of conflicts can and have spiraled into even worse I will share my feelings with uh, the group pissed off what about you sir um, I think I'm going to go down to since I've searched here, I'm going to go down to engineering and uh, roll and investigate there to see if I can figure anything out there. Okay. What are you looking for? I'm basically looking for anything that uh, either looks like an origin point for the explosion or anything that looks unusual or. Uh, out of line. Um, anything that would appear to be a clue, I think. Okay. Let's see. You're looking for the cause of the explosion. Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, and I will spend one fortune point, and that will bring me... Why would you spend one? Oh, wait. No, sorry. Yeah, I'm good. I was looking at Carl's roll, not mine. You have two stun points. Would you, how would you like to use those in investigation? Uh, let's look. Investigation. Um. How about intuition the GM, the GM reveals a fact about the object of your test that you could not have noticed or deduced simply by interacting with it um, that's the simple version when you uncover a clue you gain two new leads instead of one making a making the path branch which is the detailed result I don't know the difference between simple and detailed but yeah I get you um, okay um, <laughs> uh, so uh, because this is an interesting one uh, a number one, the looking at the uh, at just the basic logs, um, you like the the ship's logs. Uh, you note that the there's a time and date stamp uh, for the casualty event itself, uh, for the um, for the ship for the crew uh, getting to a you know a, a out of there, uh, dialing out you know calling out for help. Uh, the whole nine yards, right? There's the there's a sequence of events, and they all look perfectly normal. Uh, the actual casualty event itself, uh, it appears to be reported in by a technician um, that uh, it was a a plasma conduit exploded. So, yeah, why that is what Ming is trying to determine uh, by digging deep. Uh, okay. That and that is uh, that is where it can take you. Okay, I will share that with everybody. Uh, moving along, Meredith, what about yourself? Um, I'm a little bit less of a 
investigatrix and more of a shootatrix. So <laughs> I can search. Um, I've already searched this area and Carl's researching here. So I'm going to go down to where Pestov is and help him search some more. Meow, meow, meow. Nice, 17. Okay, so... Nikki, uh, Sonus Player, said page 185 uh, the, of the book. Should, should uh, give us info on the assists. It doesn't really say that... Um... Like I'm, I'm not finding any rules about how a player can assist another, but it says that there are assistance. Um, like assistance is uh, like a factor that you should do for the target number. Okay, so you can reduce the target number by two by being there helping. Yeah, maybe. I think that's. I don't know if there's like an actual number attached to that. I think that's your job as GM. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think two's fine. But I, I will say, that does take you out of, like, actively searching throughout the rest of the ship. Just saying. Well, I don't have searching skills. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, so, uh, moving along. Uh, Meredith, you came down. And, hey, look, almost everyone else is here. Uh, once again, you find yourselves in engineering. I search. I um, rolled. I thought uh, it was already find... my turn because you called on me, so I yeah, yeah. acted. Okay. Uh, you find uh, much what uh, Pestoff did. Uh, the, the, you know the, the results of the explosion look to be uh, sourced uh, in, well, in the actual engineering structures of the ship, uh, who caused them, uh, you know why it happened, all that. That's, that is more of a of a digging through the journals and, and logs and everything to kind of maybe find that out. We can do that here or anywhere, right? Uh, yeah, Ming is currently executing on that. Right. Yeah, once we have the logs, I think we can safely, like, get... Once we've searched everything, we can get out and then go through the logs at our leisure, like, in our ship safely. Is there any advantage, as I'm doing this investigations? you're saying that, like, whatever it was, was in the metal like in the like explosive or whatever it was somehow in the engineering structure is there any way that i can like climb up in there and like try to find some physical evidence of it uh i mean there's the hole in the ship that's what uh, i mean like can i climb up in that hole and like well, that was in the previous sort of... space like with okay. the one you came in. uh that that's already been figured out on okay, okay. Uh, gotcha like the source of the explosion that's already been figured out. It was a plasma conduit that that exploded. The did why? Collect, oh, sorry. The why is the is the issue, not did we what happened. Evidence of what of the plasma explosion then? Uh, it is. It's uh, not a piece of evidence technically. Okay, I got you. Uh, but, yeah. So we're still at zero evidence then about anything. You are still right? at zero evidence. Okay. The the why, uh, the or the the how the ship. <laughs> uh, became a casualty that is not in doubt it's the why 
Okay, let me keep moving down then towards the um the ugh, the, the fly part. The pew pew, the calm, the the whatever. The bridge. Okay. Thank you, the you, bridge. You're oh really God. making you need to go up what the shaft, ever. not down it. You're you're really making the Naval Academy look pretty bad. You know right what? Now. This is I'm I'm a little I'm a little trippy from the spacewalking. Wasn't she a marine? Yeah, well, you know. Uh. This is Ellie forgetting the stupid word. <laughs> anyway, I move up to the bridge. And I shoot uh, both Carl and Pestal a dirty look. The the Marine was a an excuse why, not a condemnation against you. Ellie, a uh, question for you, basic, uh, uh, you know, uh, how are you doing this? Uh, you just shooting straight up the shaft, uh, opening things up behind you and going up as you go and not I stopping? I mean, stealthy. Okay. In that case, I will take you deck by deck. Hand over hand, <laughs> you, you open up the... Uh, and, and this whole thing is evacuated. Um, everything appears to be, you know, um, and, you know, no Atmo or anything. So it's not a big deal if you leave a, a hatch open behind you or anything like that. Gotcha. And there can be no decompression because there is no compression. <laughs> uh, so you end up back in engineering uh, or back in the machine shop as you uh, head forward. Sauna. What about yourself? Uh, oh, you and Ming, are, are are you going to be assisting Ming or no? I can either assist or I can try and hack myself uh, using know-it-all. But if Ming has better skills for that, then I, I agree he should take over that. I would say assist if you have, unless you have something else that you want to do, because that'll at least lower his target number. I can assess. That's fine. Okay, then I'm going to just remove you from the thing, and we will come back to Ming. But Ming, uh, you are going to spend the next hour doing this uh, first uh, test. Um, remember, this is an advanced test. Uh, you have a success threshold of 10, so you need 10 drama points total to succeed. Uh, each test takes an hour of your time. Uh, you can still communicate, of course, as will this same restriction will apply to Sana, but she's giving you a negative two uh, to the target number, so you will only have an intelligence technology uh, focus test of 12 instead of 14. Um, go on ahead. Make your first, make your first test, sir. Bangin'. Boom! So not a problem. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you're you're through one, and that is six drama points. So you're already you're pushing your way through this success threshold pretty well. Uh, you have four more drama points to go, and we will move along uh, to Carl. Carl, what are you up to? Uh, Ming and Sonar down there hacking away for the next hour. I am going to join Meredith on the trip up the shaft. I'll be her battle buddy. Okay, copy that. You will get close, and then I will move you both forward up. 
We're made for Carl. Which occurs to me is not a very merited thing to say. Alright. Uh, you reach the the first cargo hold. Uh, a massive 11.5 meter... Oh, oh sorry, hold on. Uh, at the center of the deck is a transit hatch. On either side are control terminals to manage access to the cargo pods, as well as to control the waldos inside those pods. Taking up the entirety of the other bulkheads are the 4 meter squared docking collar hatches. These are not airlocks, as that would be prohibitive, as that would prohibitively raise the price of such cargo pods. So these doors are programmed to not open if the shaft access hatch is open for safety reasons. Cargo doors connecting to the ship are only generally accessed once the ship is at port to mitigate such safety concerns. And you have, well, this is deck 35. Uh, these continue all the way up to deck 28. And I'm going to kick over to Pestov here, unless you have uh, something you want to do in the... It's basically just that little, uh, that hole you find yourself in, that little room uh, with the giant, uh, you know, docking collar on either side. Okay. Uh, I will move us back to Pestoff. Pestoff, sir, uh, what are you doing? Um, I'm not going to nursemaid Meredith because she does have Carl with her, and I'm not going to go off alone because that would be hypocritical, and I am nothing if not not hypocritical. Um, so I think I'm going to hang here um, and uh, just uh, watch over... Uh, Sana and Ming and make sure I've sort of organized all the data we've gotten so far so that if we have to get out of here super fast like we at least have some data. You're mumbling sir. Oh sorry um, I'm going to watch over Sana and Ming. Uh, I'm not going to go off on my own because that would be hypocritical. I told people to stick together so I'm just going to kind of hang out here not do anything this pass and uh, sort of organize all the data we have so far and everything. Okay. Holding station. Uh, com coming back to Meredith, uh, I'm going to queue uh, up uh, Carl and Meredith as their own uh, joint thing. And uh, same thing with the whole Ming, Pestoff, and Sana, as the three of you are down in the same space as well. Uh, Meredith, Carl, you guys are at the on deck 35. It's a cargo hold. Presumably they're all the exact same all the way up. Uh, do you want to head on up? Yeah, no reason to stop at any of these le levels. Unless we find something at a door or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Uh, this brings you past, you know, a good measure of handholds, doors opening, up through the shaft. Handholds, crank the door open, up through the shaft. Uh, you do this a number of times until you reach uh, what appears to be a gym. Uh, this looks like the crew gym. 
There's a pair of rowing machines, three treadmills, four resistance band machines, two sparring mats comprise the gym uh, for the Endeavor's former uh, senior staff. Um, or not senior staff, sorry, uh, junior staff. Uh, screens are available here as well, though few in number and out of the way. And that was probably a lot of hand-holding and uh, shaft opening. Um, and so the guys down south, uh, or down south, uh, down at the other end of the ship, um, I'll say this took you guys a half an hour to get up here. Uh, would you like to continue further or investigate? Um, let's keep going to the bridge. And if we don't find anything on the bridge, we can double back and start searching through the other levels. Yeah, I agree. Bridge first, and then we'll worry about the other stuff. Copy. Uh, your next stop is uh, uh, Deck 26, and uh, this is the crew galley. Uh, three corners of the galley are dominated by tri-screens, while the fourth is filled by a large kitchenette replete with recycler, microwave, food storage, and all the other necessaries for the, for the, you know, the, the, the staff of such a large vessel. Uh, seven large tables dominate the floor space, along with standard fixed seats on gimbals. And I suppose we're heading up from here. Okay. All right. Uh, you reached the first uh, crew deck. One moment. Uh, so these are the crew quarter decks, uh, 25 through 13. Uh, it's a deck for the regular crew. Uh, comprises a dozen rooms accommodating two dozen people in Spartan but comfortable rooms. All are double occupancy rooms uh, to save on space. Two functional bathrooms round out this deck, each with multiple stalls and a communal shower. At the center of the deck is the transit hatch, of course, along with four nearby access panels to various ship's systems. Um, keep going. Okay, copy that. Uh, the next deck up uh, is medical and or the airlocks. Uh, you notice on uh, airlocks on either side give way to an oddly located med bay. The deck comprises the main wide open area around the hatch as well as two other doors. These doors lead to rooms which are quarantine capable given the design and structural layout of the rooms. Four med beds are in the main bay, along with empty cargo crates and deck markings denoting which medical supplies belong where. Uh, each of the quarantine rooms also contains two med beds and an encapsulating med bed for more niche medical uses. Uh, the only embedded terminal on this deck is nestled between these two rooms. Heading up still? Uh, you mentioned you mentioned that it was an unusual placement for the med bay. Would that trigger anything for them, or it it just looks like, uh, well, frankly, like like this is supposed to be this way here, but it might be like a design afterthought. Like, like you know, it's a cargo ship, but they're like, well, we do have a lot of people. Shit, we might need a nurse every now and then. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, let's keep going to the bridge. Bridge, bridge, bridge. My, and and I'm, I'm, I'm on radio saying, basically, like, my intention is we're going to get to the bridge, start investigating. If we don't come up with anything, 
and the two groups can meet in the center with Ming's group like investigating where the gym us investigating the med bay like that that makes sense to everyone right yeah that makes sense works for me all right uh you make it to deck 11 uh this is the command gym you're out of uh you're in blue tile territory as we would say in the navy uh, a pair of rowing machines, three treadmills, four resistance band machines, and two sparring mats comprise the gym for the Endeavor's senior staff. Screens are available here as well, though few in number and out of the way. Up, up. Copy. Not stopping to do bench presses? Nope, nope. Basically, like, my assumption at this point is I'll stop for a body. Uh, the next deck is deck 10. The command galley uh officer's mess as it were uh three corners of the galley are dominated by tri screens while the fourth is filled by a large kitchenette repeat with recycler microwave food storage and all the other necessities for the command crew of such a large ship uh seven large tables dominate the floor along with standard fixed seats on gimbals and you're going up to 10 indeed Looks like they had more officers than necessary. Chair force. Just like the chair force. Hey, all officers are necessary for good crew discipline. Sure, we'll go with that. Hey, wait a minute. It all went black. Yeah, yeah. That... that to be expected. Oh no, you're going to deck 9. Sorry, you're already at deck 10. It's just my brain. Don't worry about me. I have problems counting because of my English degree. Uh, you are now in command quarters. Uh, so the deck for the lower command staff comprises eight rooms, accommodating a dozen people in Spartan but comfortable staterooms. Four staterooms are single occupancy, while the other four are double occupancy, presumably for the more junior of the, of the staff. Two functional bathrooms round out this deck, along with a pair of embedded terminal stations. At the center of the deck is the transit hatch, along with two access panels to various ship's systems. Out of curiosity, the engineer would have been an officer, right? Yes, ma'am. Hmm. Let's note this room and come back to it if we don't find anything. I mean, obviously, whatever. Let's keep going. Okay. Uh, it's much the same. Uh, deck through from decks five through nine. Uh, deck four is the captain and command quarters. This deck comprises six staterooms, each affixed with the senior staff title on an austere corporate plaque on the door of each room. Two sets of, spa of spacious rooms each share a bathroom between them, luxurious by commercial standards, while the remaining two rooms for the XO and CO of the ship respectively have their own bathrooms. Each of the rooms, however, provides total individual privacy for its occupant, a real luxury reserved only for the most senior staff. Each of the rooms is otherwise alike in that each has a high-quality crash couch, storage spaces, and an embedded terminal in each room. 
fancy. We keep we keep going right, Carl. Yeah, I say we keep going up. Okay. So mental note: deck four, command quarters. Yeah. Deck four. Uh, deck three is the command galley. Three corners of the senior staff's galley are dominated by screens, while the fourth is filled by kitchenette replete with recycler, microwave food storage, and all the other necessaries for the command crew of a large vessel. Uh, Standard layout, spacing, uh, tables. Uh, While the command galley looks well-equipped and comfortable enough, it pales in comparison to the top shelf galley on the sermon. And, uh, but this is kind of nice. So we're like, oh, they don't even have a Sophie. Right, we're not going to steal their food or their or their utensils anytime soon. You know what? No, grab their coffee. <laughs> oh, that's fair. <laughs> uh, we do yeah, grab their coffee. I don't, actually uh, don't want to steal anything from this place because if we do get in trouble, I would like to be like actually innocent. <laughs> uh, moving up. Yeah. Uh, you are on deck two. This is secondary ops. Uh, secondary ops is bisected by the hatch and two deck panels covering sensitive electrical and telecom equipment. On either side of the small deck are two terminal screens split between three crash couches. A pair of screens line either wall between the two sides. Long trips monitoring traffic for navigational hazards and other worries is dull work. It's easy to imagine one pair being dedicated to important information while the others broadcast music or the latest noir crime drama featuring hard-boiled belter detective Alexei Kovacs getting the goods on the corrupt scumbag seeking to exploit people on Palace Station. Amazing. I don't stop to read their, their hard-boiled detective fiction. I'm tempted. Fourth season really became a little derivative. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I saw you're, you're, you're shattering my image of you. <laughs> uh, you reach the uh, flight deck, Ops. Uh, the flight deck is a relatively cramped utilitarian space comprised of eight crash couches with four hard terminal stations functionally spaced to provide ready access to anyone present. And then one more, right? No. Oh, this, this is it. This is it. F1. This is the flight deck. Yeah, this okay. is the head. So. It's searching time. I mean, that's what I got. I can improv. Oh, wow. Righto. Uh, searching. Uh, yeah. One moment. Give me a second here. I'm going to take a good hard look. Uh, the you notice the uh, the the last log entry um, is I mean because there's nothing really else of evident. Um, it looks like the place was evacuated in haste, um, and uh, there's the last log entry uh, is from uh, the captain. Uh, one moment. Uh, the captain Seraphin Craft. Uh, it's a video. Uh, like entry, but the it looks like the audio has been lost. Um, 
but there's a but there's a text uh, text transcription at the bottom anyway, uh, and that is uh, this is Captain Seraphin Craft. We are all required to abandon ship at this stage. We will be picked up by a, by a freighter in a couple of hours. Everyone, make sure to get their vac suits in order and make sure that you know the vac suits are. It goes on like that for a couple minutes, and it's all basic. Get out of this thing safely. You know, shit's hit the fan. Uh, we're, we're going to be waiting pickup. And that is it. Okay, um, I don't know, um, Carl, do you have anything in your pocket? <laughs> well, I thought I might use uh, intuition to kind of go through the uh, pilot's flight log and the navigation log and see if something comes up. Uh, okay. Intuition again. Um, your gut tells you, uh, the logs, the professional logs, probably aren't going to be where there's any meat. This is prob probably, uh, well, at least not, um, the official logs are probably not going to be where you're going to find the whys of this, uh, of this casualty event. The personal logs, on the other hand, might be more revealing. Uh, an hour has passed. It took them quite a while to get to the top, because big ship. Uh, and, uh, you know, they had to open hatches all along the way. Uh, further transit uh, up and down should be much faster. Uh, so they don't have to uh, do that. Uh, so I'm going to switch back uh, to our boys and girls in engineering. Uh, after one quick break. Uh, so back in two minutes, folks, everybody. Was our employer, what was his position again? Chief engineer. Yeah, he was a chief engineer. They're blaming him. I'm thinking there's some. there was some sort of interpersonal conflict and someone it was basically murdered. But it's made look like an accident. Yeah, we're like going to go the personal logs. It might not even be him. It was. It could be just two other people who were having an issue in engineering. And one of them sabotaged something so it would pop and kill the other. And the chief is just being blamed for it. Who had beef with the chief, do you think? It might not even be the chief. We just need to look at the personal logs for the engineering staff. Well, it could have been another officer, too. Anybody yeah. that would have had some kind of access ability. Well, who, who got killed, too? That's true. Yeah, plus, once we get access to the logs, Ming can check out the med logs because maybe there'll be something there. Like, you know, they they note that the person appears to have died by a sudden blow to the back of the head, and we're like, oh, well, that's weird. Whatever. All right, I'm back. I don't know if that's two minutes, but I'm back. <laughs> Anyone AFK still? No. Alrighty. Not me. 
so back to our uh, our folks in engineering. Uh, we have time for another. Uh, well, you have another hour for the next uh, for your next check, uh, Ming. Uh, feel free to uh, give us that check, sir. Clickety clickety typey typey. Look at how good he's doing. I'm not sure he needs an assist. Uh, that's a an 18, and you needed a 12. So Ming is doing great. Uh, he's uh, digging deep into the into the uh, archives of the logs. He's down into the maintenance logs now, uh, taking a, taking a look on at things, trying to find some some shit, some discrepancy, some explanation for a giant plasma conduit uh, rupture and explosion. And he has not tripped a single security measure yet. Is there anything you can't do? Probably. Oh, how laconic. Okay. Uh, passed off, you're down there with them. Uh, anything further from you? Uh, yeah, I basically, and, and this is probably more for roleplay flavor than anything, because I don't know game mechanic-wise there's anything I can do. But essentially what I want to do is try to, since I have an investigations focus, I want to try to tie all the disparate pieces of data together. So for, and, and because Pestov has actually been in command before, um, I want to try to like sort of tie all this stuff together. So for example, like uh, Carl and Meredith were looking on the, on the bridge and Carl discovered, Oh, Hey, this is probably not going to be in any of the like kind of above board logs. I kind of wanted pissed off to be like, yeah, look, the captain and the senior officers, the XOs are going to have sort of their personal logs. And these are sort of some of the phrases they'll use when somebody is problematic and you want to like have recourse down the road when you uh, throw the book at them. Um, and so try to sort of provide some guidance for Meredith and Casca when they're looking for stuff, but also provide some guidance for Ming as well when he's looking through the logs. So he sort of knows what kind of phrases and stuff to sort of look for to indicate like, oh, hey, this person is saying that this person is totally batshit crazy. They're just saying it in this weird, you know, that sounds that all. Yeah. Mechanically sounds like an assist. OK, that's but, fine. But remotely. But yeah, I'm fine with um I mean, it, it, for purposes of log digging, uh, yeah. Other kinds of searching, obviously, you kind of got to be there. But yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do, and then continue to make sure all the data is kind of aggregated and stuff, so that if we gotta pop out of here, we we got stuff. What's missing right now is uh, any actual hard data, other than the basics, which were already known coming in. Um, yeah, there was a casualty. Cured uh, this part of the ship. Uh, the why, fairly self-evident. There was an explosion. The nitty-gritty. It was a plasma conduit. The why, 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 why? Though, yeah. uh, why did why? You know, explosions don't just happen. Yeah. Otherwise, space travel probably wouldn't be. So yeah. Yeah. Explosions don't happen unless you're in bed with Pestov. Oh. All right, we're done. <laughs> oh my okay uh we're going to head back to uh the bridge then and uh, carl is trying to keep from vomiting in his suit i just want to know what is exploding please don't answer (laughs) 
Maybe he means regurgitating. <laughs> Nothing but love, Captain. But you. Let's go down to the, the the next. Actually, can we see? Is there any chance we can see like other logs from any of these terminals up here on the bridge? I I think we probably need to go two down and start with the command Fair command right. quarters. That would be three, four. You're gonna have your uh, your um, uh, separate partitions on a ship. Uh, you'll have potentially private partitions. Uh, you'll have uh, stuff that's uh, routinely accessible throughout the ship for you know basic ship operations. Uh, and you will have things that are somewhat segmented along different partitions for security reasons, like you know not being able to take over um, the engines from the bridge, you know, uh, and vice. You know, vice versa, and not being able to take over the con from the engineering. You know, it's anti, you know, piracy measures. Uh, it makes it harder for a ship to be seized. Yeah, so that like the XO and, and captain's quarters probably have logs that are only available there, maybe, for example. And yeah, yeah let's go there then. Okay. And yeah, and, there, and everybody always has, you know, there's always the option of hand terminals, but, <laughs> you know, those aren't readable. Uh, remotely from the ship system, uh, although you could interface with a HANA terminal to the system, the system doesn't just connect. Uh, so, uh, moving down, uh, where, where are you heading to? Deck 4, I believe, was the command quarters, right? Captain and command crew quarters? Yeah. Let me get to my note. Uh, so yeah, uh, there are a there are uh, six staterooms in here. Uh, so you have the CO, the XO, Con. I mean, it it goes on. Um, yeah, uh, of note, the chief engineer is not on this deck. Uh, the chief engineer's quarters are on deck nine, but the CO and XO and the senior command staff are here. I mean, these guys still may give us contacts, so why not search? Okay, so how about some uh, searching kind of things from you guys? Uh, we got literal searching. You got to oh, focus. Look at you. Oh, gosh. And Carl's going for intuition. Uh, feel free to use some intuition there, sir. Yeah, let me look at the stunts for a minute. <laughs> um, uh, well, Meredith uh, finds the finds the captain's quarters without any difficulty since they are uh, marked. <laughs> you know, there's a plaque on the door that says, you know, Captain Seraphine Craft. Uh, her room is, of course, uh, uh, otherwise... Uh, you know, uh, aside from uh, you know being a little more spacious and having its own private bathroom, um, uh, it you know it, uh, it's otherwise alike in that it has a high quality crash couch, storage spaces, and an embedded terminal. Carl, uh, yeah, I'm looking. Um... Uh, 
going to use flashback. Uh, the test reminds you of something important you forgot. The GM reveals the identity or existence of another source of information you didn't know about. Simple. Uh, treat one of your tangential focuses as the primary one of the next test. You may make an to let unlock me, a. Let me stop you there, and then we'll cover the rest of that later. Okay, they do that's a little fine. On this, on they this. do, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, you recall, um, as you're passing by um, Meredith to head to the XO's quarters, and you, as you open the doors to the XO quarters, you recall, like a, uh, a dark-haired gal that you dated back in. Uh, Goodness, was this uh, 2050? Um, or 2250 or 2350? Yeah, 2350. Uh, you're, and you're like, hey, wait a minute, Seraphin. I remember that. You dated this gal some years back. Uh, I mean, it wasn't, it didn't really go anywhere. There was no chemistry. But uh, you seem to remember her. Uh, oh my God. Uh, you seem to remember her being a bit insecure. Um, like, uh, but she was definitely on the hunt for a man, like a permanent one, and she doesn't, she wasn't down for, uh, she wasn't down for like a, uh, you know, group marriage or anything like that, or any kind of a kind of crash situation, you know, with uh, kids and all. She wanted like the old school monogamous commitment. And, uh, that kind of broke everything, uh, especially since you're a little bit more of a free spirit uh, on the space lanes. Uh, so, but you knew she also knew that she was somewhat professionally ambitious. So uh, it looks like she landed herself a captain's gig. Okay, and I'm also going to use my other three points for a lucky break. Test result leads to fortuitously putting two and two together later. Um, your gut tells you, well, that kind of forceful communication that Helsing put out that you guys picked up on and grabbed as a contract, you're betting that wouldn't have, uh, that wouldn't have gelled well, uh, with, uh, Seraphim's kind of personality. So there might've been some conflicts there. And I share with the group. Oh. How much that do you share? The the dating thing is just a lightly touch on, but the other stuff, you know, like about her, I would share. You know, like her personality, that kind of stuff. You all hear it. All right, so we definitely need to go through the engineering logs and... Oh my god, Carl, I never knew! Your one true love. That doesn't sound like... That doesn't sound correct at all, Captain. No, it was like my one of many loves. <laughs> Is she the one that got away? No. <laughs> See, we're more alike than you think. We're both men of love and action. Yeah, I just I, don't feel the need to advertise it like you do. I'd like to stop you both on this public channel and return you to... <laughs> Meredith says. We return you to the task at hand. That is, 
Do you think she might yeah, have left stuff have on four. her logs? Yeah, so if there's acrimony there. I went to the Naval Academy. I don't really know that. Right. But um, we should find it in the logs, hopefully. Even their personal logs. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you want to uh, take a look into the logs, Ellie? Uh, the terminal is powered. Indeed. I poke around. All right. Would that be uh, intelligence the... or something? No, this is simple. Uh, on the terminal in the captain's stateroom, the most recent video, uh, journal slash message, can still be loaded from memory. Recipient, Weiyun Craft, Palace Station. From Seraphin Craft, Captain NC Endeavor. The transmission is of an olive-complected woman in her 30s with slightly narrow eyes, an aquiline nose that doesn't quite fit with her eyes, and a full set of lips which complements the cascade of dark hair falling about her bare shoulders. She's visible from the waist up and wears only a crew, a white crew shirt. Behind her, you can see the trappings of the room behind you. Hey, Pickles. I hope you're enjoying that white tea I had sent back to you from Ganymede. Some crafty botanists managed to cult create that cultivar so that it not only grows vigorously in microgravity, but also carries sweet honey notes and a light, delicate flavor. Anissa should even be able to enjoy some while studying due to its low caffeine. You know how sensitive she can be. Not, a, not at all like that swamp water matcha you drink. She sticks out her tongue playfully and the moment re reveals the tip of a black tattoo just below her neck concealed by the white shirt. Got a handful of new technicians on our last layover. One belter kid shows real promise if he can shed the chip on his shoulder. Oh, and that asshole Helsing is raising cane, as always, and complaining interminably about this and that. If that wasn't bad enough, he's pretty clearly falling in the bottle periodically and causing problems among his own team. I took forward, I look forward to uh, forcing his transfer in the near future, but gotta suck it up and deal with him professionally for the time being. Sorry to unload on you about work stuff, but it's everything when I'm out here and not bundling with you. I miss that smell of the palace docks you wear like cologne. Always reminds me of home. She places two fingers to her lips as the feed ends. And it ends with the signature, Seraphim. Oh, so there is some sort of issue in engineering and they brought on new technicians. I, re I repeat this to everyone. Um... And she wanted to transfer Helsing? That doesn't mm. look good. Because he was a drunk asshole. Well, she's saying he's a drunk asshole. Who knows whether or not it's true. Is there any chance of us identifying what that tattoo is? Um, <laughs> uh, does anybody have a uh, psychology? That. Intelligence psychology focus. Ooh, I have improvisation. Um. Okay. I can. Whatever the situation. Blah blah blah. Try to your way through it. I have. Yeah. Yep, yep. I have um, perception, empathy. I don't know if that's any good. I have research. <laughs> uh, no, it's probably not good enough. <laughs> that's a little bit off, <laughs> Meredith. I could try my improv. Uh, 
uh, Carl remembers a well. He hearkens back to uh, what he might currently refer to as a a bullshit lecture on a nonsense subject, but he remembers something about um, from a psychology lecture that uh, well it reveals the insight that adding her role slash position to an identifier in a private correspondence to her husband is suggestive of the extent to which she was insecure about and yet proud of having attained this position. Okay. Yeah, that's probably the same thing. It looks like empathy just lets me analyze her emotions. So, yeah. And y'all are, the two of you, in her room. Um, is there anything else you would like to do in there? You've uh, taken a look at the uh, at her uh, on her log that's on her her hard terminal that's I played in his day you basically just opened up the computer and turn it on and that's the last thing there goes through her drawers her medicine cabinet look under her mattress it's searching time searching uh, oh my gosh how's that okay so I was gonna say you know perception target number 10 or better um so yeah uh there is a private partition in the CO stateroom um and yeah, uh, well, you got six freaking stun points. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna take a breakthrough, please. You not you gain not only information but some form of incontrovertible proof. Simple. Okay. Um, so uh, let me just stop right there, and I can uh, push past the next test that you would have had to done. That it, you don't need to uh, because of that. Uh, so um, you. Uh, Reveal you are able to find a private partition in her stateroom. Uh, you recover some files. It turns out Helsing filed many complaints, but they were all deleted by Captain Kraft with the approval of the main office. Oh no. This is evidence. Yeah, we're getting paid, everyone. Uh, if we can get out of here. Complaints as to what? From Helsing, uh, there, there is the issue. They were all deleted, with and with the approval of the main office. What the complaints were are not uh, discernible. You just have recovered the fact that uh, yeah, these yeah. things were deleted and approved. Um, Get somebody with technology, or you know, like maybe recover the deleted files. Maybe that's what we'll find in engineering that Ming's working on. Oh, now we could. Maybe now we have a, a target, though, right? So definitely tell the group that. Obviously. Oh, also, don't see forget to advance the churn. Look to oh, see if Hell's in Has kept any copies. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I almost. I forgot the churn. Uh, so, um,. How many times have we spent drama uh, fortune so far here? I did one. I've done it twice. Did I ever spend my drama dice to do anything? Yeah, I did. I think I've done it twice now. Plus you get a six on your drama die. Right. I don't know why I'm you gotta be on his... Too. I'm gonna use yeah, what, a total of four. I think it's three for me, but I could be wrong. 
James once, um, pissed off twice, and Meredith. Six. six total? Yeah, my understanding. Unless somebody else got a drum, um, stunt points, we're not counting. Oh, I did. I spent stunt points too. Yeah, I've spent stunt points. I thought no, no, stunt no, just drama. Uh, uh, sorry, fortune points. Uh, it's not oh, to no. spend. Yeah, but using stunt is it? I've only spent. I've only spent fortune a points six, once. A six on stunt points oh, advances yeah. Yeah. it once yeah. too. Six on the drama die. Uh, character spends four more stunt points to perform a stunt. Uh, that's just happened once. Fortune points are spent to alter a die roll. That's happened once for me. We're already, we're already at four. Uh, characters successfully overcome an encounter or hazard. Oh, let me advance that one too. Uh, end of a scene in the adventure, actually. We're on scene three. So we're at turn seven. And I think fortune points spent. Uh, Meredith, you did it once. I already got that in there. Who else? I know there was others. Uh, I spent fortune twice. I spent fortune once. Okay, then hey, that takes us to ten. It's time for a little check. Can't believe you're on his side, Casca. Turn is part of the game. It's uh, supposed to simulate intensity. Minor effect. <laughs> minor effect. Okay. Hey, Angus uh, messages you guys. Hey, guys. Um, it looks like the uh, Lazarus security uh, skiff has uh, changed direction. I don't know, maybe it noticed us or not, but it kind of looks like it's on its way towards us. ETA, about three hours. That was that was expected and unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, we got about an hour and change worth of investigation before that, so it's good. Base tender. My brain. Ew. Help me. Someone. Yes. Okay. So nasty. I need I need that drug from from uh, Torchwood that rem removes the last eight hours of your life. What? Why? Why do you have so much respect for this guy? <laughs> oh, no, right. he's, he's really uh, good. He's just funny. Upstairs, but looks aren't everything. Um, Carl and Meredith, uh, they still have a bit of time downstairs uh, while they're hacking through things. Um, another 30 minutes or so. You guys have uh, been here about an hour and a half total so far. Um, I think we need to go to Helsing's quarters. Yeah, and... Pest off, you're also free at this time. Uh, you can move about if you wish or not. It's up to you. Uh, yeah, I think we need to go to Helsing's quarters and, and do a full court press there. Are you going to um, join them up there? Yeah, I'll join them up there. Copy. Can we find out like their their quarters assignments and stuff from where we what access we have? We don't have to like hunt. He said it was on deck eight. Okay, nine, but nine, nine. Okay. Yep. Let's head there then. So the uh, this is the uh, deck for the lower command staff. Uh, decks five through nine. 
uh, comprise eight, each deck comprises eight rooms accommodating a dozen people in Spartan but comfortable state rooms. Four state rooms are single occupancy, while the other four are double. Um, two functional bathrooms round out this deck, along with a pair of embedded terminal stations. Uh, there's a number of uh, that are actually most of the most of the plaques uh, just go by name because they're these are kind of minor and or like minor positions or um, you know ones on a on a rotating watch um, but they're still requiring of uh, you know the junior command staff as it were um, and Helsing's is is on deck nine which one is it uh, his room oh yeah um So, uh, yeah, his room is, uh, where, where the hell did I put my rhino? Ah, yeah, uh, there are, there is a hand, um, um there's a, um, goddamn, uh, do, 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 where's the, right, so he'd have one of those, uh, single occupancy rooms, uh, there's, uh, there's no uh, hard terminal in here. Uh, there is just a, a bunk. There's storage spaces. Um, it's very functional. Um, you know, there's the communal kind of uh, washrooms and what have you. Uh, kind of, you know, junior officers. Uh, but finding his stateroom, uh, if you wish to do a, uh, a search, perception searching uh, test, you may do so. Which one was it, though? I'm not sure. Whichever one of those you want on the map, okay. it doesn't matter. Okay, gotcha. Check. Can I do investigation? Uh, I gotta find something to investigate first. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm 16. Uh, Meredith is, however, blowing that up because that would only require a 10. Um, there is, of course, a hand terminal wedged between two storage units with Helsing's own personal logs. Um, there's also a copious amount of mostly empty alcohol bulbs throughout Helsing's quarters. Oh, that's sad. You have a lot in common with this guy, Pasty. Uh, first of all, I only drink from beautiful nubile young ladies. I don't drink from the devil's liquor anymore. Uh, any, anything you wish to do? Uh, you got yourself a hand terminal and a bunch of empty alcohol bulbs. Mostly. We're not going to touch the alcohol bulbs, but we should definitely look at the what's on the hand terminal. Yes, for sure. Um, so now that we've found that, can I roll investigation, or how does that work? Yeah, go ahead. All right, let's try this. Uh, um, uh, okay, not, yeah. not secured or anything. Uh, it's just a basic hand terminal. Uh, looks like, and you got one stun point. How would you like to use that? Um, let's see. Um, flashback. Why not? Uh, reminding me of something important that I forgot. And it, you reveal the identity or existence of another source of information I didn't know about. Hmm. Okay. Um, there is, okay. Um, the revelation is, uh, because this kind of looks, quite frankly, this kind of paints you, um, 
it's kind of, it paints him in the same light as yourself uh, previously. And so this recollects to you of a time uh, when your own quarters might have appeared much as this. And you would guess that perhaps his teammates also had shit to say about the captain and or the, uh, the chief engineer here. Um, but in these uh, personal logs, you uh, have the following data. Uh, Helsing was recently divorced from his wife and co-husband of five years, Ileana and Patrice. Uh, Thirteen logs are personal messages to Ileana of a nature alternately accusatory and bitter and pathetic and pleading. Uh, Sixteen logs are Helsing grousing to himself in a journal format about Captain Kraft's incompetence, corruption, stubbornness, naivete, and scheming nature. Two include unfavorable comparisons of her to his ex-wife. Seven logs are formal complaints written to Nishi Chu, uh, Holdings Limited, and sent up the chain of command. None bear any responses from anyone but Captain Kraft, who says she has sent the complaints up the chain as required by company policy and keeps urging him to be patient. Helsing noticed and complained about several cheap replacements and malfunctioning parts in these complaints. And this is evidence. Yay! So Pestov is going to report all of this, but he, all of the like happy-go-lucky, joking, smiling stuff is all gone, and he's just very matter-of-fact and very like sort of lips pressed together. And uh, yeah, he's going to go back to the hallway and kind of hang out in the hallway for a few minutes. Angus opens up the comm and says, "We've got a hard burn. Um, They should be here within an hour and a half." Maybe less. Wait, did we loot? We just lost an hour and a half. Yeah, acceleration change. We we need to go. <laughs> okay, it's time to leave. Bye bye. <laughs> yep, yep. So no, it seems I like the, the remaining evidence. Too bad. It seems like the remaining piece of evidence would be any of those faulty parts, right? Like Ming said, does that make sense? I think that makes sense. So maybe we try to search engineering, and if we can't do that, let's just oh. get the hell out of here. We have Though those faulty parts were likely exploded. We have evidence as complaints were deleted by corporate approval. The captain doing it by corporate approval. And we have evidence he made the complaints. And there were new people that were maybe putting in some of these parts. Like, they knew, right? How can we tell, or can Ming tell how close he thinks he is to a breakthrough on his the stuff that he's doing? Uh, Ming uh, probably has maybe another hour of, uh, of hacking away ahead of him. You know, with uh, Sana's uh, cheerful assistance and encouragement. Leaves, which leaves almost no time to get out of there before the other people get there. It should be tight. So either we cut and run now or we risk a close, close, hopefully not too close a call. Um, <laughs> I will Artis remind. Fortuna, adiuvat, Captain. I will uh, give you guys some reminders. Um, 
there are all the personal um, quarters. I mean, there's a ton of them, but uh, there's that, um, which may offer some additional insights. Uh, likewise, Ming still has an hour uh, ahead of him, um, and that should deliver something of uh, value as well, since he's been at it for a good chunk of the adventure, and there's no way I would design an adventure with that being a total dead end. That would be hugely lame. Let's <laughs> uh, keep searching then. <clears throat> yeah, I think we should keep searching. Hour. I think we should keep searching the remaining um, quarters, oh, and then. And on the line, <laughs> FYI, is the difference between an extra temporary income and an honorific. Yes, and I um, and I'm I'm assuming, by the way, uh, Lloyd, that I already have that honorific, so I'm assuming that just applies to the crew and I would just sort of get subsumed in that instead of having it personally. Is that right? It would, it would then apply to the whole crew. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I just rolled my last intelligence technology roll and got 15 with four drama dice, which would put me two over. Yeah. Um, at the end of the uh, hour, uh, I will give you the results. Those, uh, those would be, that would be successful. So you won't have to, you will have done your job without having tripped security measures ever. Sweet. Without even needing the assistance of Sana. Okay. Yeah, let's just let's search what we can um, for the next, like, say, 45, 50 minutes, and then let's all get down into the engineering and get ready to bust <laughs> Captain, out of here. I say you go search the uh, engineering personnel's quarters. All right. That makes sense. Yep. Yeah. And Pestov is very matter-of-fact. He's going to. Mirrors. So getting off the ship will be easy. Especially the people at the ends. All you got to do is go out and you'll be slung off at Turn a quarter of off, right. Yep. And then uh, then TJ can pick us up. Or Casca can... Or, uh, who is it? Angus TJ. Uh, Ang Angus. Oh, Angus. Yeah, Angus. Yeah. You mean oh, trebuchet? Um... So, um, uh, I guess, uh, hold on. <laughs> and, and basically, since that worked so well, I'm going to do, Lloyd, what I did before, which is kind of follow, follow Carl and Meredith, and then as they find stuff, try to figure out what the context is and all that jazz. So my sure. investigation helps. Um, I'm just brought you back uh, real quick. Um, uh, is there anything else that you would like to search in the upper levels here before you go diving into personnel quarters uh, further down the line? Um, just a brief overview. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? One second. What does your intuition tell you, Carl? Well, let me find out. I will use intuition to determine if my get tells me we should search somewhere else before going down to crew quarters. Enjoy. I mean, we could we could also try the exo quarters. There may be something there. I don't think my intuition told me anything. Oh, well, we tried. <laughs> well, maybe not as a 10. Okay, well, um, what, I don't know, etiquette? 
give me an idea of like which officers who might have like an whatever insider who might be tracking like the activities of the engineer in addition to the captain the XO well the XO is the person that the chief engineer would go to if he's not getting anywhere with the captain because the XO is supposed to kind of do day to day sort of running so the XO would kind of make sense I don't know if they would have like an enlisted chief of the boat type person that might also be somebody to look at Uh, generally, the XO is kind of that role on a civilian ship. Let's go search the XO's quarters then, too. Okay, uh, so that's fourth deck. Uh, fourth deck, XO's quarters. The door's still open from when uh, Carl walked in there, uh, but had that flashback. And uh, <clears throat> uh, you guys search the XO's quarters. Um, I, will you... You notice there is a, um, well, there's a, a magnetically attached, uh, as kind of like a, a keepsake, a memento, or something along the lines. Uh, there's a, a series of, uh, shot glasses, uh, from the various stations in the belt, uh, affixed to, uh, one of the, uh, storage cabinet tops, um, and, you know, a couple of other personal effects. Um, but that, that's, that's about the only thing that kind of stands out in the quarters. Um, the terminal, uh, doesn't have anything that's remarkable, just, uh, kind of routine ops. Was I successful in that check or did I fail? Uh, perception? Oh, no, 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 uh, no. Searching, yeah, the searching. Yeah, um, perception, searching, uh, yeah, so, uh, this is what you found, um, I'm asking because if I keep wanna... successful, I can spend stun points. Yeah, how do you want to spend those points? I'm going to... Hold on one second. Um... So, I want to get an aha. So, three, three, plus three to her... Yeah, plus three to my next test, following up the, on the elite I just unlocked, I guess. Oh. Um... This is suggest. These are kind of suggestive that um, perhaps, uh, perhaps Homie might actually have some fine alcohol on board because um, he looks to be a bit of a connoisseur and/or a bit of a drinker. Hard to tell which, um, and/or maybe he had greater contact with the chief engineer than his routine logs suggest. But um, maybe alcohol was something over which they could have bonded. Can maybe I try and invest? Yeah, can I, can I try an investigation check to see if I find anything else here, or maybe the galley? Yeah, the, sorry, the the bar. Yeah, yeah, for real. So, what do you want to do? Let's go check out the bar. The yeah, let's try the bar. Okay. The officers' galley. Ah, okay, the command galley. We're fleeting back and forth like chihuahuas. Okay. Um, well, if you want to look for investigation is pretty good. Uh, do we have a searching? And there's a searching, and there's... A Don't group. forget your plus three you got. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah, um, right. Hey, looking around the kitchenette um, in the corner, uh, you notice there's... 
Well, you you tap on on this one panel, but it doesn't ring like the rest of them. All uh, all the things you always see in movies, um, and this you uh, de- depress it along the corners, and it pops open uh, to reveal a hidden panel in the kitchenette uh, behind a food storage unit that seems a bit more shallow than the rest. Uh, behind that panel are a bottle of sake from Mars's posh Marith Vallis Sakagura, a sake brewery, uh, a bottle of Lagavulin, 16-year-old single malt scotch whiskey, and a bottle of Pernod Fils Absinthe. But no clues. Oh, good lord. Uh, you might want to record those if you're going to take them. Well... All the bottles are unopened. Oh, God. Fine, I take them. <laughs> Nobody knows they're here, except for two. <laughs> Maybe. I take all three. Uh, other than that, uh, you find nothing else in out of order. Um, there is a there is a bag of, of, of coffee from Earth that looks uh, a bit posh, but it's pretty small and somewhat used, uh, but it's been resealed in its uh, vacuum pack. Uh, it, by the, it goes by the name of Gavalia. Other than that, it's kind of standard fare stuff. A little high on the higher end, but, you know, still commercially not unique. Hey, Sana, we have some Gavalier coffee. Please, 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 can we take it? Fine. Someone else snag that, too. Thank you! At this point, we really don't want to get stopped by Lazarus' security. Yeah, I think we should I think we should go check the engineering crew quarters the time we, we have left. Drink the coffee immediately and incinerate the package. What, you don't, you don't carry coffee on you all the time just because? Fair enough, right? Yeah, let's check the rest of the crew quarters. Let's go check out the technicians and engineer, junior engineers or whatever quarters. Uh, yeah, I think you need to check out those new technicians. One moment. I was really hoping the booze trail, the booze would lead to an, like information instead of what's probably very valuable booze. I think they were just drunks together and maybe lovers. Who knows? All three bottles were unopened. Um, so there are um, 13 decks of crew quarters. Um, and there are three of you. Uh, and, you know, uh, fair we number. We can get the crew assignments off the computer. Where yeah, they... we only look at the technicians and engineers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you managed to uh, narrow things down to uh, three decks. Uh, it looks like uh, deck 17... Uh, deck 22 and deck 24. Deck 17 is prime, I take it. Okay. And who wants to take deck 22? I'll take 22. Which, you know, resolved, uh, leaves that to deck 24 for Mon Capitan. Uh... Meredith uh, finds among these uh, tidy little double occupancy rooms. Um, well, she finds one. Uh, one side's 
uh, okay, let me start over. A tidy double occupancy room, uh, crew quarters, 17C. One side's bed has sheets still taut along the hospital corners and unwrinkled even by the event that killed the ship. The other side has a pair of small sized mag boots tucked under one end of the mattress. The sheet piled atop the bed are the sheet uh, are, are a floating brownish red stained mass of thin wrinkled linens. Just visible within one of the boots is a hand terminal. On the hand terminal are pictures of a handsome young man of about 20 years with tan skin, tons of curly, sandy blonde hair spilling over his face and down near to his collar, who is seated and smiling beneath a tree under a blue sky. The terminal owner's name was Misa Hayasi, and she had a thing for retro grindhouse slasher flicks, neo-K-pop fusion jazz, and sometimes complained to two friends named Rick and Roy about belters, especially ones like the chief engineer, who sported OPA tattoos and was rather callous and disrespectful towards Earthers. Uh, and Meredith, you got a 14 on your perception, so um, you notice the seal around the door into this room looks worn from use and likely failed during the event. Given the state of the room, this failure was likely the cause of the mess. Oh, gosh. Uh, Carl, deck 22. Uh, opening the door to uh, crew quarter 22F reveals what looks to be a floating mass of debris at first sight. It is then revealed that none of this debris is debris per se, but rather the floating clutter of two crewmen who failed to secure much of their personal effects, bedding, and other items. A handful of empty drink bulbs that should have gone in the recycler weeks ago at least one deck of loose playing cards floating about all through the room, three or four jumpsuits with the NC logo on them, in various states of needing to be washed, and a cheap terminal belonging to one Ren Minato, a young, tall, and skinny, loony belter of mixed Asian descent. On the terminal are three different skin flicks of a relatively pedestrian and uncreative variety, Four different manga series, each seemingly focused on some sort of strange school and lots of confusing, emotive, and sexy teen drama, and a remarkably well-written composition sent home to his parents on Luna City, complaining about the chief engineer being cruel and harboring a prejudice against loonies. He also complains about the chief, as well as a few others in the senior staff, being neglectful of various aspects of their duties and the concern this causes him. Test off. Yep. Let me roll my perception. Um. Shit, 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 shit. All right. That's shabby. Would you like to do something with that? Yeah, I'm gonna spend four fortune. No. Oh, okay. Um. To bring that. Yeah. To bring that up to two fives and a two. So ten, twelve. That'll be a fourteen. Sure, up to twelve. Yeah, it'd be a 14 total. Uh, and, um... <laughs> uh, crew quarters 24H. This slightly disheveled room looks like it was evacuated in a hurry. A few odd items float and career off the walls at a slow velocity of nearly endless pinball. A hair pick, a cheap hand terminal, a rosary, a handful of dirty socks and a crumpled pair of boxer briefs. The hand terminal looks like it is routinely wiped by the user, 
but it has an unfinished message to a recipient on series in the draft folder. It reads, Recipient Kamara Reese Washington, series station, from Tyrell Jacobin. The message is composed in such heavy belter creole that it's unreadable by anyone not fluent. Mm, that's not me. All right, I'm going to snag that, and I'm going to do an investigation just to make sure there's no other um, evidence that I'm missing here, and I'll just snag that and let the others know I have it so someone that's more fluent in belterese can look at it. Copy that. And this is what you guys find. All right, let's head back to engineering uh, while Ming's wrapping up so that we can get the heck out of here. Oh, hey, where, uh, where are he, where's Mings? Yeah, oh, yeah, he got a four, so, yeah, it's enough. Uh, okay, uh, so, uh, heading back down to, uh, engineering, uh, you, uh, come upon, uh, your, uh, other teammates as, uh, as Ming gets, gets into the last, uh, file directory to get the information, uh, that it turns out uh, that life, the inspections on the ship's life support and engines were out of date. This is evidence. And these things are normally done at like uh, at a uh, at a port facility, and it looks like uh, they are theirs are woefully out of date, and this corresponds tightly tightly with uh, Helsing's complaints about uh, neglected inspections and maintenance and stuff. Okay, let's bounce, folks. Time to skedaddle. We're all at the... Yep. Yeah. We're all on the thing. Let's go up to the mechanical and then uh, get get uh, Angus to pull around in the direction, so all we have to do is basically step out the hole and get flung towards our ship. Yeah, makes sense. All right. Uh, you guys are leaving the same way you came. Uh, so we need a dexterity free fall uh, test. Target number is 12. Bam. Wait, I think. Yes, bam. <laughs> I missed. <laughs> Without if you get a bonus, fall, oh gosh. Without free fall, that turns to a 14. No, why'd you say that? I rolled a 13. Spend fortune. Yeah, okay, I spend fortune to raise mine. I'm going to spend yeah. fortune to raise mine. Wait, how did I end up with the highest roll? What the hell is going on here? Luck and competency. Well, actually, no. Pestov is like super hyper focused because he's so upset you, right now. That's you, why. you did the worst the first time. That's why. That's true. Yeah. Right. Do I only need to spend? Shit, Ming one? failed. Yeah, by one. <laughs> um, Old I, snake eyes. So can can Sana just spend one, or does she have to spend three to make them? Uh, the let's take a look. Uh, she well, she can just bump it by one by moving one of the regular dice up one, and then you're at a. Yeah, you don't have to double it or anything like that. You can just yeah. spend okay. the points to raise. Uh, okay. Them. All right, and Ming has to spend three. Go ahead and spend your. I don't have to spend three. He has to spend one because he has free fall. 
Oh, because he has free fall. Spent mine. Same here. I already, I already detected my fortune. Can I spend it on the drama die? <laughs> <laughs> right. Go flinging and flailing out of there like I don't know what I'm doing, but I really do. It costs double. And then you went to water storage, but that's okay. <laughs> you hit every other deck. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you guys make it back. Uh, you notice that the, the Lazarus security skiff is burning hard, uh, but you guys make it on board uh, the Hrothgar Sermon uh, with, I mean, they're about 10 minutes out from you guys. Uh, so you have the opportunity uh, to get yourselves up and out of dodge. Uh, if I could get some, a piloting check uh, from the pilot for a, for a, uh, for getting you guys out of there. Who's the pilot? Okay, there we go. Very good. Okay, yeah, that will work. Uh, he hits the the burn. Uh, the Hrothgar sermon uh, leaps into action, and uh, you guys are able to uh, open up space on a on a navigable route uh, that keeps distance between you and the skiff, uh, while. Uh, you know, getting you away from the uh, from the side of the ship uh, before it can uh, before the skiff can identify you or anything like that. Um, so this has been a successful adventure. Uh, you will need to uh, afterwards, uh, you know, uh, kind of curve around and uh, get back uh, to where you want to go. You know, get on a proper course for back to Tycho. But uh, that is that is that, folks. Uh, uh, you have successfully completed Demeter Weeps. Heck yeah. Um, I'm assuming we're not going to meet... Um, we're not going to meet Helsing face-to-face. We're going to talk to him remotely. Is that true? Or his lawyers, maybe? Uh, that's, uh, that's, up to you. that's up to you guys. How would you like to play it? Um, if Lawyer. we can... Go ahead. Hate the lawyers. Uh, yeah, we can, uh, but um, if we have the ability, face to face. if we have the ability to com contact Helsing, Helsing, um, Pestov will do that privately to have a heart to heart with him. Uh, Pestov's going to try to convince him to get some help and and reorient his life and try to give him a motivational speech. You're going to make him throw up. <laughs> Meredith respects your decision, Captain, but also expresses her sympathy. But also that, yeah. It's not gonna, <laughs> it's not gonna work, sir. But I'm glad plus, we got some it. booze and some coffee. Oh yeah, oh yeah. By the way, um, who who votes on just selling this? Selling what? The coffee? No, the booze. Uh, this yeah. will not. This will not net anybody a temporary income boost. Um, oh. But it is uh, really hard to get out here. Let's um, let's keep it as a let's keep it as a bribe slash. Yeah, we can do that, or hang on to it just for special occasions or whatever. I was gonna say birthdays, maybe. <laughs> so y'all participants. Wait. 
Can we drink the coffee now? Anybody want a cup of coffee? Yeah, let's drink the coffee now. For real. Victory coffee, folks. Victory coffee, for sure. Y'all can uh, add uh, plus one to your temporary income on your character sheet. And uh, you can add the honorific protector of innocence to your uh, sheets. And that can go universally uh, across Hrothgar's sermon as well. Which, if I'm not mistaken, I think I added a character sheet for the sermon. So, just to be clear, the three we get three pieces of evidence. We don't get additional income or evidence. We just get the honorific. You get the honorific. Okay, perfect. No, no, no. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's Where do you add the honorific at? Personal. Uh, that can go under personal. Persona. It's yeah, the uh, honorific idols and memberships. Yeah, and for... Um, here is what the here i will put it because i've actually had this which means that in a way y'all are becoming more like pest off could just let that soak in that's the write-up i have for it basically you get access to important people in government and media but your drawback is there's going to be adversarial political like folks that are going to try to move against you because they don't like how goody goody two-shoes you are oh i love it that makes my day i'm so happy about this so yeah, like and off already stuff. had this. Yeah, I've had it since character generation. Yeah, really. In fairness, there's a reason why I, I'm so loyal to him, Carl. Sorry, sorry. I've I've known him a long time too, and you know I just don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, but you knew you knew young Pesty before my my hero turn, before my good guy turn. So returning to Tycho Station. Uh, you guys uh, submit the evidence, uh, the, and uh, as the as the next couple days pass, uh, things get handed down pretty quick. Things are determined substantially, and uh, the OPA courts, uh, in conjunction uh, with uh, with Earth, uh, the UN, uh, come to some determinations. This evidence is substantial. Captain of the NC Endeavor is sentenced to prison, and the Nishi Chu uh, Corporation faces dozens of law lawsuits, spelling the end of the corporation. Oh no! <laughs> I mean, yay! But boy, that's gonna uh, there's be not, there's our adversaries. <laughs> there's not going to have any side effects for that, guys. We did the good thing. What they were the ones in the wrong. This was Helsing that did this, not us. Well, think about the, all the stockholders and... You know, I don't know. I think we paying the target on us. Pestal's family's going to reach out to him. They're going to be like, how, how, how can we afford our second summer home if you just keep destroying corporations out there on the building? <laughs> you should be warning them when we go after one, though. Like, seriously, what are you doing? Well, I'll warn them when they return my allowance that I should have. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Drawback. Focus on adversarial uh, political intrigue. Uh, yeah, so there's that, folks. Um, so this one has been uh, pretty decent. I thought I, I, had a, I had a lot of fun kind of fleshing out uh, what Danny B uh, kind of uh, created. I actually like the churn turn or whatever this game like it did help make things feel a little bit like tensor and like way more pressure in the roles and like outcomes and stuff 
Yeah. Um, should there have been? Uh, should should things have uh, triggered a little faster uh, through uh, more uh, fortune point spending and what have you? Um, the Lazarus security would have boarded with the intent of arresting you guys, mm. and you guys would have had a fight on your hands. Oh. Uh, if you had had a major churn event, the MCRN would have boarded with the intent to kill you all. Oh no! Oh. Wow. Wow. Pirates. Um, I did spend two more fortune Lloyd on my persuasion roll just because this is going to be something that Pestov is super hyper focused on. I don't imagine it's going to have any game effect or anything, but his role was 14 to try to pursue, try to uh, persuade um, uh, Helsing to like change his ways and reorient himself. He said he'll take that under advisement. Yeah, he will. Yep. Yep, heard that before in the mirror. Uh, so uh, that's the gist of uh, this adventure. Uh, the next one, uh, let me uh, suit this back. Oh, by the way, uh, just FYI, uh, this adventure was initially created by the Expanse RPG uh, community on Facebook, which I'm not a, I am not a member of because screw Facebook. But Danny, Danny B2525 is the initial creator of this adventure. All props to him for the... Uh, outline and it was a one-page adventure uh and uh yeah so i hope you guys enjoyed it uh yeah um give it a rating uh one to five what did you think of this one compared to the rest i actually really really liked it um i think i would lean like four and a half or five because i felt like everyone kind of got a chance to do their thing and we had to sort of think through logistics and balance things and so I really, I mean, it didn't have any combat, but I really dug it. I don't know. What do you all think? We could have had combat if we had screwed up. Like if Ming had triggered system warnings or whatnot, that could have happened earlier. We could have had other failed rolls, more spent points. The churn, churn could have triggered earlier because of that. And we could have been in a real time crunch. And like he said, we've been fighting off uh, security personnel or at worst Mars personnel. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Definitely. Oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, uh, I was going to say the same thing. Uh, a four for me. Um, I think we kind of breezed through it, and we, we got very lucky with our roles today, or else uh, there might have been some combat and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. We definitely had a good complementary grouping of skills if you know, I hadn't been there or Meredith or, you know, I think if the composition of the group had been a little different, it might've been a lot a bigger lift for us to try to figure it out. What about your, yourself, James? How would you rate this? I would go with a four as well. And Ellie, what is your determination, ma'am? Four. I liked it. It was fun. Would play again. Short and sweet. Casca? Uh, 3.9, just to be different. <laughs> Curmudgeon to the core. Awesome. Alrighty. Well, yeah, uh, the next one uh, will be uh, Corruption at Phoebe, which I'm still in the process of making. So it's going to be a month of crunch. Uh, hopefully, uh, this next one uh, will also be under a time crunch like this one was. Um, but <laughs> um, yeah, um, 
Uh, how I can... Uh, the crew will be contacted. Uh, you'll be talking to a lot of high-level NPCs in the next one, uh, especially as you just triggered Protection of Innocence. Uh, so um, the crew is contacted on Tycho Station by Fred Johnson with a communique from a highly placed and well-connected person in the UN. The communique indicates an interest in hiring the Hrothgar Sermon to do a job for the UN. Included in the communique is an encrypted contact number and the proposed pay for doing the job. And that proposed pay will be a plus three temporary income bonus. Uh, and uh, depending on the results of the encounter, you may develop a permanent contact at the UN. Nice. Uh, in the interim, uh, you will have, I think I'm going to, what do I have? Yeah, uh, you still have, uh, you have the transit back to Tycho, and then I, and then I think I'm going to rush you into Phoebe. So if you want to give yourselves uh, two more um, interludes for the time being, you can have, you can do those. Um, but I, I will need to uh, determine how fast you want to get uh, ahead of time so I can plan uh, how fast you want to get from Tycho Station way over here you know way 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 out here in the belt uh, all the way to Phoebe in the rings of Saturn isn't CB gone? Not yet. Well, that's not foreshadowing. So, uh, that, you know, you have two basic options, although you could go crazy. Uh, I know, Phoebe's not gone, but the base has basically been glazed. You have two options, basically, um, although you can go crazier, uh, and that is in the getting to Phoebe uh, from Tycho Station which I'd love to get resolved now so I can plan. Um, and that is, um, you can either do it at a third G, like a comfortable burn for everybody, or you can burn it a full G, which will be fine for Earthers, but will have impacts to the rest of you. Um, and But that'll get you there in 179 hours instead of 326. Let's go to uh, third, unless there's well, an urgency, right? Yeah, LD should be fine, because Marines train, Mars Marines train in one GP. It won't be quite as bad for Martians, uh, but for any Belters, it'll be pretty rough. You guys suck. <laughs> well, did the... We didn't get a sense of, like, we absolutely need you here ASAP from the UN thing, right? It's just we'd like it to work be. with... It will. I'm this. This is for the basic mechanics of jamming. The urgency is going to be high urgency. Uh, like you can get there a third G, and you know, okay, there will be just narratively, it'll be a little more tight for y'all. Let's I'm go to full burn say. then. I get it. Well, what would half a G do to the belters? That's... They don't really. They don't. Um, I don't think that's uh, denoted in the. In the rules, they don't make every what? permutation. 
Let's not make yeah. it too complicated. Let's just do the full burn, and we'll apologize to Ming. Well, and it does. I mean, there are effects because it, it they get penalties and stuff. Oh, they do. Um, that sucks. Yeah, but if there's no if there's no like uh, half or 0.6 option, then I think we got to do full burn and just apologize profusely to Ming and the couple of elders we have. I'm really guessing strange. we won't have time to add the weapons to from the other ship. No, no, no. You will. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that'll that'll uh, that'll encompass uh, the the two interludes, uh, whatever takes place on Tycho Station. Likewise, if you want to do some shopping, upgrade some of your equipment, stuff like that, uh, try to find something better, um, you know, for the gear with qualities and stuff like that. You could potentially do that and and do tests for that um, at that time too over your interludes. So we're stripping the weapons off the pirate ship and putting them onto the sermon, and then selling the sermon. I uh, that not the sermon, the pirate ship. The pinkus. Yeah, we'll sell the pinkus. The pinkus. Okay, and that will actually bump your, uh, if I remember correctly, the uh, your permanent. Uh, score up by one, like your uh, your general stuff. Like you don't want to start to gain a fleet. No, I think we're I don't... early for that, right? Yeah, I don't think we have enough pilots to be able to do that, do we? We do have three if we count teach if we count Angus. Uh, yeah, but we it'd be nice to if we have to take something that's not the sermon. It might be nice to have the ship already, just depending on the mission. Yeah, that is true because the sermon is get has that rep and everything now. Yeah, yeah, I actually kind of like. Yeah, I'm actually kind of leaning towards me. Remember, uh, you will incur docking fees. Uh, income checks yeah. will be made. Uh, let's get a. I, I think we should cool just sell it instead. Yeah, I want to get an awesome ship, not a not maintenance a ship. on on Two one ship. ship is enough. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to have a reputation, it might be nice to have some guns on the sermon. Yeah, let's just do that. Let's strip the gun, the weapons off the Pika and and sell what's left. It's a All right, I'm down. So that I'm not derelict like I was last game or whatever, I've already put my interludes in the channel. <laughs> And did you say we should level or no? Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, mm, yeah, go ahead and level. Yay, level. Level five. Woot. Moving into episode six, level five. Good lord, I'm way too generous. Uh, but it's going to be a, a nice long time to, until the next one. How about that? There you go. This has been Radio Free Murktown, a WMRK production. Contact us at RadioFreeMurktown at gmail.com and support Radio Free Murktown on Patreon for as little as $2 per month. Visit us on the web at ExplorersUnlimited.com for more information. 